Praise the Lord. I know not all of us are, I know some of you are tired kasi busy last night and some of them probably be coming in in the second service. But let's just pray for our brothers and sisters before we dive into God's Word to pray for the strength like what uh, Brother Bong have prayed. Let's just pray for them. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters, especially our sisters who are working tirelessly these coming days. We ask, O oh Lord, that you would just pour out your Spirit, that you would empower them. And if, Lord, sila'y napupuno na, Panginoon, comfort them. And we ask for your Holy Spirit to give them that peace. Let the fruit of the Spirit manifest in their lives. And if their Lord, if there's miscommunication or misunderstanding, Lord, kayo po mag-restore sa kanila, especially as they deal with the employers. Panginoon, I pray that you grant favor upon them and even favor in their employers. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, last week we were reminded through the sharing of Sister Salve that there are times we will experience Red Sea moments. We, we heard that. We experience Red Sea moments. There are a point of our lives that we get stuck and we don't know where to run. Usually, our natural reaction is to panic and give up. Do you agree? We panic and give up. But we've been reminded with, through Sister Salve that we can put our hope in God. And I love the quote she made. She said this, Nothing is impossible with God. If it is His will, He will make a way. I heard testimony about brothers, who, uh, uncles who was in hospital, but the Lord healed him. I believe there's nothing impossible with God. And we have to trust. And this Red Sea moment, I mentioned again, 2023, maybe, maybe some of us will cry because it will not be easy. But we can trust God. Each time we face a Red Sea moment, look up and trust the Lord. And that's what the message that we have uh, last week. And this coming week, we'll continue on with our series, Through the Waters. And we will study how the Israelites responded to God's deliverance. But before that, I would like to tell you a story. You know, if you will observe children, they pick up things fast, especially bata. One time, I was playing with Olivia and my daughter, she would started to hum. You know, she cannot sing. She don't have the words to sing. She started to hum. Then, what's that song? Jesus loves me. Sabi ko, wow. Then one day I returned home and suddenly she started humming another song. Sabi niya, Sabi ko, paano nalaman niya kantang yan? Yung mama mo talaga. She started humming, staying alive. You know, songs and music really imprints the mind and heart. Songs are so crucial. It's a powerful medium to put a message across. Song can move our feelings and make us dance. Songs can make us cry and even make us laugh. Do you agree? Pag Christmas ang kinanta mo, Pasko na, sinda ko. Anong feeling mo? Sad ka, Paskong Pasko. Song can encourage us. It lift up our soul. It give us pride and determination. 
Each time I would hear this song, talagang lumalabas ang aking tunay na dugo. Yung kantang, Ako ay Pilipi. Iba, no? Pag each time you would hear it, parang, ba? Song can define a generation. What they hear and meditate and sing. Just observe the song today. Why more, a lot of issues is coming up, just listen to the song. Why more young people are rebellious? Just listen to the song they're singing. It influences the mind and heart. Do you know music industry worth $2.5 billion? Yung industry na yon. And such figure would simply say that music and song is part of our lives. It will entertain us, it will influence us, and also impact our lives. Hence, the question I have today is this. My question is this. What are you singing lately? Tanong mo sa katabi mo, anong inaawit mo ngayon? Tanong mo, what are you singing? What are you singing lately? What is your heart singing lately? Are you singing along with the world? Or are you singing God's tune? Or maybe you no longer have that passion to sing the praises and worship that you, have, you first have when you receive and surrendered your life to Jesus. Remember when you surrendered your life to Jesus, you're so passionate with songs. Every worship songs will make you cry. Kinanta lang yung I shout to the Lord, iiyak ka na agad. Pero ngayon pag kinanta shout to the Lord, hmm? Or maybe you're gonna just sing song during Sunday lang. Pag pupunta to church. You're gonna sing a Christian song or worship song only on Sunday but not really singing it during the whole week. You know, I also wondered why if I will go parties, Christian, mas malakas pa sila kumanta ng karaoke. Anong gusto mo, sister? Total eclipse. Pero sa church, tahimik. Pero pag karaoke, bigay na bigay. I'm wondering what's happening with the heart. So brothers and sisters, singing and praising God is not limited on Sunday only. It should be cultivated in our hearts because it's our part of our spiritual formation. Like prayer, when we praise God, it causes us to focus on Him. It causes us to be humble. It causes us to have that faith in Him, to trust Him. It also gives us hope when we sing song to the Lord. If you look at the scripture, we are commanded to praise God. Hebrews 13, 15, let us continually offer up sacrifices of praise to God. We are commanded to praise God. Secondly, we praise God in all circumstances. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, give thanks to all circumstances. In James 5, 13, if anyone is cheerful, let him sing praise. Sino masaya ngayon? Taas kamay. Then you should sing praise. Hindi total eclipse of the heart. O kayo yung bangong kanta ni Moira. Hindi kayo in. Scriptures also give us an example how to praise God. Look, look at the book of Psalms. How many times it was explained, I will sing to the Lord. Psalms 34 verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If you think praises and singing God is not important, then you have to remove book of Psalms. 
Lastly, we are made to praise Him. We are created to praise God. Isaiah 43 verse 21. The people whom I form for myself, that they might declare my praise. You know, as we pass 2023, we are still in this series, Through the Waters. There will be moments in our times we will have victory. Magiging successful tayo. And our response should be praising God. Not for our glory, but praising God. But there are also times that we will be hard-pressed and moments of uncertainty. Yet despite of those different seasons in our lives, let us remain steadfast and look upon the Lord and remember to give Him praise. Today, as we will look at the text, we'll study how the Israelite responded. And I pray that it will encourage us it will help us to cultivate a passion to sing to the Lord. Kahit out of tune. Kahit maliit lang ng boses, pero ang puso mo habang namamalingki ka, nagpupuri ka sa Panginoon. To declare victory, to declare His greatness. No longer song of hopelessness and defeat, but rather song that will lift up His name knowing that He is our God who is in control. May we sing song that's God-centered, that we declare the truth about Him, about His words, about His way. Kaya ang title ng sermon natin today, and the same question we have asked just now, what song are you singing today? Invite all of us to stand, and we'll be reading Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15, verse 1 to 18. What are you singing today? Let's read together. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang the song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord for his triumph gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise Him, my Father's God, and I will exalt Him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts he cast into the sea, and his chosen officers were sunk into the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow your adversaries. You send out your fury. It consumes them like stubbles. At the blast of your nostril, the waters piled up. The flood stood up in a heap and dips congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall have its fill of them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deed, doing wonders? You stretch out your hand, right hand and the earth swallows them. You have led in your steadfast love the people on whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard, the trembled pangs have ceased in inhabitants of Phicillia. Now are the chief of Edom dismayed, trembling cease in the leaders of Moab. 
all the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terrors and dread shall up, fall upon them because of the greatness of your arm. They are still a stone till people, O Lord, pass by, till the people pass by whom you have purchased. 17. You bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, in which your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. Let's pray. Panginoon, salamat sa ubang ito kami po'y narito. We are grateful that we have an opportunity to freely study your word. I pray, O God, as we look into your word, we ask for your Holy Spirit to illuminate it that we may clearly understand what you're saying, that it will be made simple, and that not just for our mind, but Lord, I pray that it would transform our heart, that we will respond, Lord, as we look into your word, we'll respond in worship, we'll respond in praise as we look at the victories that you have given. Lord, may we respond with thanksgiving, even Lord, as we face this brand new year. I pray that our faith will be strengthened as we look upon your word and even, Lord, declare it with song of praise of who you are in our lives. Lord, let Living Word Fellowship not just be a house of prayer, but a house that will glorify and praise your name. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, after parting the Red Sea, Moses and the people of God responded with praise. They burst into a song. And the song was focused in treating, the, it's, it focused on who God is, His character, what He did, His mighty acts, and thirdly, what He will do, the future acts. Now, for us to appreciate the message of the song, it is good for us to step back and remind ourselves each time when we read, it's good for us to step back and remind ourselves what is God's intention of delivering the Israelites in a grandeur and glorious manner. Bakit ginawa ng Panginoon na kailangan pa ng ten plagues at Red Sea? Napaisip niyo ba yon? Kasi kung Diyos siya, madali lang eh. Isang snap pwede na. But why did God allow them to have the ten plagues and the Red Sea. One reason we must keep into mind, keep in mind is this: as we read the book of Exodus, God is revealing Himself. He's progressively revealing Himself to His people. This is the first time they will encounter Him. In Genesis, a lot of them is very isang tao, isang tao, a small group of people. But in Exodus, it's a group of people, and God is revealing Himself to them. Is progressively revealing himself to his people. Ngayon, kung may asawa ka, kilala mo na maagad yung asawa mo? When you are having someone na kaya, kaya, kaya may MU kayo. Alam mo yung MU? Alam mo yung MU? Mag, mag-isa kong iibig. <laughs> MU, uh, mutual, ano ba? Oh, yun, alam nyo na, expert kayo doon. You get to know, but you don't know whole thing. And you cannot just one day, kumain lang kayo, kilala mo na God. And here, same thing, God is revealing Himself. He's progressively revealing Himself. Book of Exodus, He's revealing Himself to God's people. And one area that He wants to focus on in these particular verses, in chapter 1 to 15, is He wants to introduce Himself as God who is powerful. And then later part, you'll see, consecration, His holy God. 
But a focus here, he's progressively revealing himself as a God who's powerful. And because of what the Israelites have experienced, what they, have, what they saw, the plagues in the Red Sea, and then because of those experiences, they were able to articulate who he is. They were able to sing this song. Alam niyo ba ang first worship song? Ito. Look at Genesis. But you know which first worship song? This is the first worship song that was ever written and declared by a group of people. Notice the content. The content of the message was its focus on God. Who He is, what He's done, and what He will do. As God revealed Himself, His people will know Him. As people will know Him, they will be able to worship Him and praise Him. Now, as we look at our text, the songs, these verses from verse 1 to 18 can be divided into two sections, categories. One, first is the retrospective description. It speaks of the narration of what God has done, the mighty access done from 1 to 12. It speaks of ano bang ginawa ng Panginoon. And then the following verses in 13 to 19 is anticipation prospective prediction of what the Lord will do. So tingnan mo, pag binasa natin yung verses na to, one is a narration of God's mighty act and, the, and followed by the anticipation of what God will do. Now, this division can lead us into our first point. As we praise God, ito ang first point natin, as we praise God, we are reminded and assured of His mighty acts. We are reminded of what He has done in the past, and also we are assured that He will do His work in a mighty way. Look at the testimony. Sabi dito, narration. Ito yung writer, nagsusulat siya. The enemy, I said, I will, the enemy said, I will pursue them, overtake them, I will divide the spoil. I will blue, blue with, but then they desire shall have them. I will draw my sword. In verse 10, it says there, You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Nire-remember nila, rinirecall nila anong ginawa ng Panginoon. But the, the following verses in 13, anticipation of what God will do. Hindi pa sila pupunta sa promised land, but take note of the people there, they're already shaking. Natatakot na sila. Verse 14, the people have heard. Who's these people? Those in the promised land. They trembled. Pangs has ceased inhabitants of Felicia. Now the chief of Edom dismayed. Natatakot. If you would compare this two, one speaks of the past, one speaks of the future. In the past, Ang ginawa ng Panginoon, kinangkar ng Panginoon ng Egyptians. But, you know, the journey is not over yet. They still have to move in this city. And this city, there's a lot of army. Take note, they were slaves. They're not warrior group of people. They were slaves, but they're going to enter a land filled with warrior nations. Fighting nation. But yet, you know what? It says they're natatakot na sila dahil sa ginawa ng Panginoon. Each time we look at the past, remember what the Lord has done. 
But each time we will look at the future, remember, the Lord is powerful and mighty. We will all face battles in the past. You all agree? But praise God for His victory. Magpasalamat tayo sa Panginoon. Nandito kayo dahil ang Panginoon. But as we face 2023 in the coming years, we know that there will be struggles. But even though we will struggle, we know God will see us through. There's, there's in, in Acts chapter 16, there's a man when Paul and Silas was in prison. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. Let me read about this account where Paul and Silas was in prison. He says here that about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Imagine mo, nasa prison sila, pero umaawit pa rin. Umaawit pa rin. Dahil ang pagpuri nila ay not limited sa sitwasyon. Ang puri nila ay always focus sa Panginoon. Paminsan, ang pagpuri natin ay depende sa situation. Hindi ako binigyan ng amo ko ng ano, sinamo, hindi ako ganito, ganito. Hindi ako magpupuri sa Lord. Our praising is always looking in who God is. Not in our situation or circumstances. Kaya sabi mo sa katama, anong inaawit mo ngayon? Total eclipse pa rin. As we praise God, remember, be reminded of what He has done. And be assured that He will see us through because He's a mighty God. Tell the person up beside you, He said, Our God is mighty. Second, we be, as we praise God, we've been reminded and sure of His mighty God. Second, as we praise God, we begin to focus on His character, God's character. Looking at chapter 15, you'll notice that this song is rich with theology. Wow, sabihin theology. Theology is simply study of the nature of God. The song that the Israelites first sang is more than just what they feel. But the words that they place in the first song, yung lyrics ng unang awit nila ay declaration of God's character. It's a declaration of God's way. Let me highlight some of them. First, one character that was so obvious is God's mighty and power. God's might and power that God is mightier towards Pharaoh. In verse 1 to 7, you see he was competing with Pharaoh and his army, the Egyptian, but yet God is still more powerful than Pharaoh. Second, in verse 8 to 12, God is mightier than sea. Now control niya ang Tagalog. Dagat. Nakukontrol niya ang tubig. He's mightier than the sea. Thirdly, God is mightier than other nations. Natatakot na yung ibang nasyon. In, in the Asian times, ganito ang away nila. Hindi lang sila digmaan o away na patayan. The way they will do is they would rari kalabang kasi Rocky. Sinong Diyos mo? Eto Diyos ko. Eto bakar ko. Sinong bakar mo? Laban tayo. Kung tinalo mo ko, ibig sabihin ang Diyos ko talo. Kung tinalo kita, ang Diyos ko. Mas pagaling. Kaya takot na takot sila dahil Egyptian is the one of the powerful nation of all. 
and an instant na wala sila. Wipe out. That's why they were afraid and other nations were shaking. Because a small nation like Israel, who have no army at all, can destroy a, a nation like Egypt and even destroy Pharaoh. Kaya natakot sila. It just speaks of who their God, they worship. God's might and power. He says here, the people trembled. They were dismayed. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Another character that we often neglect is this. God is warrior. Said the person beside you, God is warrior. You see, the Lord is the strength in verse 2. The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise Him, my Father's God. And I will exalt Him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Oftentimes, when we mention the Lord is a man of war or about warrior and other translation, ang preconceived ideas natin is someone barbaric. Pag naisip namin, Lord is man of war, ang naisip natin is parang barbaric. Someone na wants to conquest, someone who wants to cause havoc towards others. Yun ang unang perception natin if we read. Do you agree? Parang, bakit away? Ah, ah, si Lord I loving. Now, if you look at this, but when the, script, the scripture mentioned that God is a man of war, the Lord is a man of war, is a warrior, in our context, what it means is this, this warrior is someone who rescues, is someone who protects and helps. Yes, we see His power. But behind that is there's a relationship dimension that we are to consider. That God acting as a warrior, He comes in a premise of a God who cares and willing to rescue the weak and helpless. Paminsan pag nakita natin, warrior sa akin, parang barbaric. But in reality, a God, the Lord, when He mentioned the Lord is a Lord, a man of war, is a person na magsisave, magre-rescue. Someone will protect, especially the helpless. Kaya naging personal ito. And look how they respond. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my song. The Lord is my salvation. Third description that's highlighted the character is God is incomparable. Ang tanong sa 11, it says here, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deed, doing wonders? This is, is a rhetorical question. We know the answers. No one is like our God. Now, the question is this. Why did they highlight this in this statement? And how can we connect with all the things that happen? You know what? Have you ever pondered why 10 plagues? Bible scholar, the reason why 10 plagues is because of this. The plagues were directed to attack the Egyptian gods. Malit nga lang. Yung mga plagues na yan, kasi mga Egyptian, marami silang Diyos, Diyos, Diyosan. And then when God came and showed the plagues, is going directly, attacking the Egyptian God, small G's. Kahit sila pinagsama-sama, the God of Israel is still strong and mighty. Look at 19, uh, verse 14 in 9, chapter 9. The reason why God sent the plague is this. 
For this the time I will send all the plagues on yourself, and on your servant, and on your people. Look at here. So that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. Kaya niya pinagpadala ang plagues is to directly attack yung mga Egyptian God that they're worshiping and to tell them there's no one like Him. No other gods. We all know at first, they were imitating. But later part, hindi nila na magawa. The message is clear that God was more powerful to all the gods they have. None is like the God of Israel. Now let's look lastly, the character that's been highlighted in these verses, that God demonstrates covenant loyalty. In verse 13, we said, You have led in your steadfast love the people on whom you have redeemed. Pag binabasa natin ang steadfast love, oftentimes ang iniisip natin, mercy, love, feeling. Alam mo yun? Feeling naman sa... But this steadfast love in Hebrew is yesed. It means what? It's mercy, kindness, but it also means loyalty to a covenant obligation. That is loyal. Ang pag-ibig na ito, steadfast love, is not just emotional. It's loyalty to the promise that God has given. Remember sa wedding bow? Ang sabi sa wedding bow? Riches in what? Nalimutan niyo na yung mga wedding bow. Heart, ma- heart months next month. Riches and sickness and ano pa? I love you forever and ever. Tell that. A promise. True love. Love is tested and how, hold, how long you hold that promise. Look at here. God kept His promise. Loyal to covenant obligation. Because it's more than emotion or feeling. But it's a word of promise with action. God kept His promise until the end. That's why in the last few verses, Psalms of 17, you will bring them in and plant them in your mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made your abode a sanctuary. Dadali ng Panginoon, He will gently guide and lead His people. You know, it's one thing to be rescuer. It is another thing to journey with God's people. Now, why am I emphasizing? Why am I emphasizing the focus of character of God? You know why? Because Sometimes the song we sing is about ourselves. Our praises, yung inaawit natin, even the songs now that's famous, is about self. I, I, I. Napapansin nyo? I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I'm saying is that our worship, our praise should be focused on His character, who He is. We have to be careful of what we sing. Worship team, we have to be careful of the song that we pick. Because the song can just be, I, I, I. The song should be focused on the Lord, of who He is in His character. 
there's a danger that we can love to we love to sing because of the song not because of god as a worship leader i'm speaking the truth sometimes i love the melody but i'm not really worshiping god because na touch ako sa melody may isa story isang missionary pumunta sa africa yung missionary to ay naglalakad at doon sa church doon mayroon naglalaban ng mga african naglalaba at kumakantsen sila ng kanta parang sabi ng missionary ang ganda ng music umiiyak siya umiiyak the music kasi hindi niya alam yung lenguaje he, he don't know what they were singing yung mga african na nag, naglalaba do sa malapit sa church so the missionary came What's that song? It's so beautiful. Pinuntahan yung isang pastor doon. What is so beautiful? What is that song? It's worship. Sabi nung missionaring nasa Africa. Sabi nung kasama niya, hindi worship yan. Ang sabi niyan, masarap maglaba. What I'm saying this, watch out the song you sing. Watch out what you hear. Always check your heart. You can be singing song. You can be singing song just to fill your needs, but not really focusing on the Lord, not honoring Him. We must be careful not to sing a song or even praise a man-centered song. But we have to always go back to a God-centered song. We must go back to sing His truth. We must go back to sing about who God is in our lives. Be careful of what you sing. Marami ngayon ng mga gandang tono sa YouTube, sa Instagram. Check the theology. Check what they are singing about. Check it. Does it glorify God? Or does it just satisfy my feeling? Marami mga gandang tono. But tono will not have any meeting if it's the message is not about God. It's not about Jesus. It can just tickle our ear or just satisfy our heart. But it's important that not just the melody, the important is we're lifting up our Lord. Church, I pray for 2023. We're not just a praying church, but a church that would praise Him of who He is. God is telling us, reminding us as we praise God, we are to focus on His character. Lastly, as we praise God, it's an opportunity for us to declare His Lordship over our lives. Opportunity for us to surrender to His kingship. At the last verse of Moses, of this song, Moses' song, the conclusion is simple. He said here, The Lord will reign forever and ever. Now, this is the first time that God's people announcing God's lordship and kinship. This is the first time that they were declaring the Lord will reign. Now, for us to understand the reason why this is the conclusion of the song, we need to go back and understand what happened in chapter 1 to 14. We need to see who is this. Why, why is emphasizing that the Lord will reign forever and ever? What's happening in chapter 1 to 14? Is there anyone trying to rival God? Sino bang kumakalaban sa Panginoon? And we all know the main problem and the cause of slavery and also for God's people not to be released is this. It's because of Pharaoh. Pharaoh was constantly defiant 
to the commandment of God. And even Pharaoh questioned God, sabi dito sa verse 5, chapter 5, verse 1 to 2, Who is the Lord? Kasi sinabi ni Moses and Aaron, let my people go. And Pharaoh's response is this, Who is this Lord that I should obey His voice and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord. And moreover, I will not let Israel go. Ayabang ni Pharaoh. Sino yan sa Tagalog? Hindi ko papakinggan ang kanyang sinasabi. At hindi ko kilalang Diyos na yan. Ayan ang sabi ni Pharaoh. Paminsan, naririnig natin ngayon sa, sa society ngayon. Sino yan? Pharaoh is not afraid. Pharaoh is not afraid to question God or willfully reject the request of God. You know why? Because Pharaoh thinks he is a God. Small g. In ancient times, Pharaoh is considered God-like. Sa Egyptian the time, kung sinong hari, siya ang Diyos. Siya ay descendant or incarnation of a one of the Egyptian God. Hence, because of that, Pharaoh thinks of himself as divine. Siya ang Diyos ng Egyptian, ng Egypt. Nobody in his kingdom will ever defy and challenge him. Challenge his absolute authority. Therefore, my tension ngayon, from chapter 1, all throughout to chapter 14, there's a tension between who? Pharaoh and God. My tension. However, we know in the events, we will notice that Pharaoh was exposed. That he was just merely a man. That he was never in control of situation. That he was at the losing end. That Pharaoh's heart, because of that, Pharaoh's heart, was hardened. Nabasa niyo yun sa Exodus, uh, description doon, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Let me show you. During the ten plagues, this is how Pharaoh reacted. Verse Chapter 7, during the uh, plague ng blood, Pharaoh's heart became hard. Then verse chapter 18, Pharaoh's hardened his own heart. Then again, in chapter 8, Pharaoh's heart was hard. And so on. And then later part, we see God hardens Pharaoh's heart. God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Now, if you look at this, parang, bakit? Parang hinardin ang Panginoon ng puso ni Pharaoh. Paano? The hardness of the heart is always means that it's stubbornness. Not willing to listen to God or obey Him. In all this event, God was giving Pharaoh a chance to humble himself and acknowledge that God has an authority over him. But despite of this opportunity was given, Pharaoh responded with a hard heart. Hawa kami yung katabi mo. Matigas ba puso mo? Sabihin mo, matigas ba puso mo? You see, God was constantly attacking Pharaoh's authority, power, and status. And because of that, yung puso ni Pharaoh, tumitigas. Many times when we see the such texts, God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Ang bilis natin mag-quick na si Lord na may gawa. Pakasi pagbasa mo eh. We easily conclude that it's because of God who manipulate 
Parang minanipulate ng Panginoon ang puso ni Pharaoh. But be careful if you have to do that, especially statement you are not clear when you're going to study, it has to be consistent throughout the scripture. It has to be clear. It has to be make sure na babasahin mo clearly what's happening. There are many views in this matter. But we have to be careful in jumping the conclusion that God manipulates Pharaoh's heart. But we must realize that must look to the scripture, the whole scripture, and understand his character. First, we must understand that Pharaoh's heart is already hard. Matigas na talaga ang puso niya, stated there. Second, we must realize that God never forced Pharaoh to be anything that he was not. He was not forcing Pharaoh. Third, God will never contradict himself. God will never contradict himself. His character is consistent. What I mean is that God will never be a source of evil. In 1 John 1, 5, it says, God is light and in Him there's no darkness. God will not tempt anyone. We read that in James 1, 13, He Himself tempts no one. And God is slow and merciful. It says here in 1 Peter 3, 9, not wishing that anyone should perish, that one should reach repentance. Therefore, when we read God hardens Pharaoh's heart, it means this, God's hardening of Pharaoh's heart was a reaction of Pharaoh's continuous stubbornness and not God's immutable will for Pharaoh. Dahil matigas na talaga puso niya, yung ginagawa ng Diyos, all the more tumitigas ang puso ni Pharaoh. I give you an example. May kaibigan ba kayo na ang tigas ng ulo? Sabi mo, huwag ka magkabit eh. Bawal mang magkakabit. Eh gusto ko, lab na lab ko siya. Nasira yung pamilya. Nawala ng trabaho. Eh, sabi ko naman sa'yo, hindi na pwede. Ang bawal yan. It's against God's word. Eh, hindi. Mahal na mahal ko pa rin siya. Magsasama pa rin kami. You have experienced such people whose heart is so hard? Kahit ilang beses na sinabihan, kahit marami siyang dinaanan na problema, matigas pa rin ang puso? That's kind of hard. Even though the Lord have allowed that person to repent and go back to the Lord. Pero yung puso, matigas pa rin. I believe God has given Pharaoh numerous time to humble himself. When God says, I will harden his heart, God knew that his, Pharaoh's heart will be hard because of the condition of his heart. Because Pharaoh thinks he's God. As the plague intensified, Pharaoh thought he's powerful. But in reality, he's powerless. Pharaoh thought he's in total control of his will, of every event. But in reality, he's not at all in control. Pharaoh thought, thought that he's self-sufficient. Kaya niya mag-isa. Yet he's reliant on God's mercy. From Exodus 1 to 14, the kings of Egypt may raise in power. But they are dethroned by the true king when God showed and revealed himself. Kaya sinabi doon, the Lord reign and he reign forever and ever. You know, I realized this. As I was reading this, paminsan bias tayo. When I was leaking this, I sabi ko, yabang ni Pero. Ang yabang ni Pero. Sumunod ka na. 
Ayabang. I realize that we are biased. What I mean is this, paminsan gusto natin tayo ang bida palagi. Many times sa sitwasyon tayo ang bida. Many times we think we are the Israelites. But in reality, many of us are like Pharaoh. Many of us are like Pharaoh. We think that we're the Israelites. But this scripture is teaching us that God is powerful. But, and yet, many of us are like Pharaoh, unable to let go what God telling us to let go. Unable to let go. We want to rule our life. And when God interferes our plan, when God interferes what we God want, what we have, what we thinking, nagagalit tayo, Diyos, bakit ganito? And many times we are like Pharaoh, trying to compete and struggle. And many times we are stubborn. When I'm looking at this text, I'm reminded, ako pala si Pero. Mayabang, ayaw ko mag-let go. We have the rule that said, my life, my rule. Alam mo yun? My t-shirt, my life, my rule. We try to live two lives. Our Christian life, pag Sunday mabait, The other days, my life, Bible I throw away. I live my life. Sometimes we live our life like Pharaoh. Some of us are struggling in our worship. Some of us are struggling in our walk with God. We, we are not victorious. Why? Because what God wants us to do is just release it. Let go. Let go. Why is Israelite so important to Pharaoh? Bakit? Kasi yung mga Israelites, sila yung gagawa ng mga ribulto niya, yung mga pyramid niya, it would just show that he is a God. Why he's not, he was so hesitant to let them go. There are things in our life, 2023, there are things in our life that God is calling us to surrender and let go. Let go in that wrong relationship. Let go that plans. God is telling us to let go. Many times we see ourselves as Israelites, but the truth, we are like Pharaoh. Hard heart. I'm telling this church because I love you. I'm struggling with it too. At times I struggle at times too. But I look at this text, I said, I'm more than like Pharaoh than the Israelites. But the beautiful thing is here, if the Lord is speaking to each one of us, Some of us are struggling with bitterness. Some of us are struggling with pride. We want position. We want, the, we want everything. Hebrews 3, 7, 8. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit say, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. Never follow the perilous path. Don't be stubborn. Let us not be stubborn. God is merciful enough to give us many times to come and repent. But God is calling us today as we start the 2023 not to harden our hearts so that may we worship Him Really, from my heart, worship Him. 
Alam mo, kung magpupuri ka sa Panginoon na totoo, magaan. Pero kung nagpupuri ka, mayroong kang kasalanan at may tinatago kang mga issue sa buhay, bitterness, ang hirap. But what God is saying is soften your heart. You know, the same sun can melt an ice and can also harden a clay. My question is this, are your heart is like that ice that can melt or your heart is like a clay that will harden? I pray for 2023, we begin to soften our heart and say, Lord, work in me, teach me, cleanse me so that I'll be more like you. As we praise God, God is giving us opportunity to surrender to Him, to submit to His Lordship. As I conclude, we praise God. It's a reminder and assurance of His mighty act. As we praise God, we focus on Him, not on ourselves. Declare His character, declare His ways. As we praise God, come to the Lord and say, Lord, soften my heart that I may worship and praise you. Reign in me. Reign in me. Brothers and sisters, 2023, may we praise the Lord. Kaya ang tanong ko ngayon sa araw na ito, what song are you singing today? And may our song be a song of praise to the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, we gather here today. You see all our hearts. You see all our situations. We thank you, Lord, for reminding us that you are mighty. The victory that we have experienced in the past, Lord, allow us to see, O oh God, that, that we have that assurance to face the future. But Lord, I pray also that you cultivate in us a heart of praise and worship, a heart of thanksgiving, not just on Sundays, but every day of our life, Lord, let that that the heart of gratitude, of thanksgiving will be poured in our heart. Na magpupuri kami, kami sa inyo, not just when we are in church, but each day, Lord, we will praise you and we will worship you, Lord. That the words that meditates in our heart will be focused, Lord, that our eyes will be focused on you. And also, Lord, I pray if any one of our hearts today is hard and acting like Pharaoh, Lord, remind us to soften our heart and not to harden our heart as we hear your voice. You see our hearts today. So have your way, Lord. Have your way. As the praise, the worship in place, the music, just take time to be with the Lord. Come to God. Just come to the Lord. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you, Lord.
Lord. Restore the voice of worship in our hearts. This is my desire to
Lord, forgive us. Many times, Lord, we're not singing about you. The fruit of our lips, Lord, at times, the issues in life, if we've forgotten, Lord, that you called your people, that you made your people to praise your name, that we are to call and to worship you in spirit and truth, not just on Sunday, but every day of our lives. I pray, Lord, as 2022 as we start, restore that song in our hearts. Restore that song that we will sing a song about you, that we will praise you. May it be, Lord, at good times and even bad times. Lord, we pray that we will set our eyes on you. Because you deserve our praise in our worship. Lord, you see our hearts today. Some of our hearts have been so hard. But Holy Spirit, come and soften our hearts. That we may surrender our lives to you. Not just today, but every day of our life. And we thank you for that promise. That we can come to you and you freely forgive us. As we come to you in brokenness and repentance. And that you will restore us. Lord, for this new year. We pray, God. That the meditation of our heart and the fruits of the, the words that we say in our lips. With words of thanksgiving, praise that's worthy. That songs, Lord, that will lift up your name. Forgive us, Lord, at times we have used our lips for gossip, words of hatred. But you meant, Lord, for our lips to be consecrated to worship you. Panginoon, salamat for being reminded that you deserve, Lord, our praise, our duration. Thank you, Lord. After the benediction, if any one of you want to be prayed for, the elders will be in front and we will pray for you. Just come and take time to be with you in prayer. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us kingdom priests to his God and Father, to Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Lord, we thank You for reminding us that our song should be You. We give You honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. If anyone uh, need to be prayed for, the elders will be here. It's in front. Uh, we'll be here.
we welcome and we would like to really pray for you. God bless everyone. See you next Sunday.